live from Framingham and Walpole, Massachusetts. This is 1833 Sports. On today's episode, I talked to Jalen Echevarria. Jalen is a rising sophomore at Anahar College. We talked about his time at St. Mary's High School, P2P Basketball, and this past season at Endicott. What's up, Jalen? How's it going? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So I, I kind of heard about you through uh, just St. Mary's and everything like that. And uh, I believe you know a friend of mine, uh, Mia Nowiski, went to St. Mary's yeah. with you. Yeah. I worked, I, worked with her, I worked with her at the Paw Sox. So it kind of blended both worlds, I'd say so. Yeah. So can you, do you mind talking about your four years at, um, at St. Mary's first before you get to the college stuff? Yeah. Um, so St. Mary's was probably the best decision I made. Um, considering my uncle was the head coach there. So it was definitely a good choice to go there so I can learn from him because he actually went to the high school too. So just being able to go to the high school that my same, that my, that my uncle went to is just, it was special to me. So the four years, uh, freshman year, um, we won the state championship. So that was, that was probably the most exciting year for me, being able to go on that ride, play at the garden, win at the buzzer, stuff like that. And then sophomore year is when I really hit my peak. Um, that's when I started. Um, I think I was leading the team in points that year. So, and I was like Boston Globe, all scholastic and stuff like that. We ended up losing in the finals. But for me, that was a good year to look upon because that was really my peak year where I really, like people really saw me. And then junior year was also another breakout year. Um, we ended up losing I think it was the North final to Watertown. Um, yeah, I think it was them. But, yeah, that year uh, ended short. And then my senior year, we had a really good team. Um, it was just we didn't have that team chemistry. So that didn't lead us far. We lost in the third round to Drake. We Everyone thought we was going to go to the state finals and win. But we just didn't have that connect. But, um. I'd say it was just uh, special. It was special to me, just being a, being able to go on that ride for four years, win a state championship, to know that feeling, and then uh, my senior year scoring my thousand, being able to get up on the banner, uh, score fifteen hundred points, the second all time leading scorer. So just leaving that school, I know I made a mark. I know people are gonna know my name. It's just special, and I'm really humble about that. How big of an influence was your brother Marcus to play basketball for you? Oh, he was a big influence. Like. I really looked up him, looked up to him. Like every move if he does, I always try to do. The way he shoots, I try to shoot like him. It's just watching him, I really try to resemble my game around him because the way he plays, it's really aggressive. He he was small, like his freshman year in college. Like he was small. Um, everyone else was bigger, but he had a lot of heart. That's why he really stood out to everybody. And that's why I really try to resemble my game. Just played a lot of heart because I'm really smaller than everybody on the court. I'm usually the smallest kid. So me having a big heart, like I feel like I can, I feel like I can go up against anybody I want, no matter how big you are. So seeing him do that, it's just it just made me just build my confidence up, confidence up to play just like him and not be scared. Did you ever think about going to St. Mark's where he went, or was it just strictly St. Mary's because your uncle over there? Nah, it was just it was strictly St. Mary's. I wanted to stay in the city. Um, he wanted to do that, go do his own thing, but I just wanted to stay in the city, play with my friends and stuff like that. You kind of talked about a little bit earlier about you mentioned uh, I was a D3 Boston Globe Player of the Year, all the other accolades, 1,000 points. How did that kind of shape your basketball career, at least in high school, for you? Um, it shaped it good. You know, um, my name was out there. 
after that, like, my freshman year, I didn't get no, no, like, no looks, like, no college coaches were texting me or nothing like that. But my sophomore year after that all happened, like, I got um, Boston Globe and stuff like that. I got, like, co-MVP of the league and something like that. So after all of that, like, I, people started knowing me. So then that made me, like, really happy and made me want to strive more to see what more I can do. I know this might have been pre when you actually this might have been after you graduated. But do you ever think about going to learn English at the time when they when their program was starting to get really good? Oh no 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 no! I always wanted to play them because they were so good. Like I wasn't type I wasn't the type to like go to a really good team like that. Like you know, but it was fun playing them. Like we had really good battles with that team. They were a really good team. They were tough, but we had to come out the, with a win. Yeah. That. <laughs> did, did you ever play them, or it was just you actually never played them? No, we played them in the city championship. The oh, Lynn really? City championship. Yeah. We played them at Lynn Tech, and we beat them. We won the championship. That's cool. That was my senior year. Yeah. That must have been a pretty cool having, like, that must have been a pretty big rivalry game between Lynn yeah, and Michelin yeah, Classical. It was, it was, yeah, it was crazy. There was a, every, everyone from Lynn popped out to the that's, game. That's awesome. Crazy. Not just at Endicott, but I'm get well, actually, I'm not just at, at St. Mary's, but probably at Endicott. How does it feel to have, like, the city behind you whenever you go play now? That's like one of the reasons why I chose to go to Endicott. Um, being close to home, it's only 15 minutes away. So whenever I have a home game, like all my friends, my family can come out. So it's really special just having all of them on my back. You know, whenever I make a shot, they're all like yelling, screaming my name. So it's like nice to have that. Like my brother went to a, he went to Nichols, which is like an hour or something away. So not everybody could go to his games. But like I went to every game because I'm like his brother. But yeah. Like, family members have had to watch it on TV. It's not the same like that. So having, like, your family behind you, like, seeing them in the crowd, like, when you're looking, it just brings you, like, more. It just calms you down when you're in the game. So I've watched a little bit of your game over the past, like, couple of years. Well, probably just a year because I've heard about you just through um, on-ball media and much other people. Yeah. How, how, how would you describe your game? I, I see more as, like, as an electric type of play that kind of feeds off the crowd. Yeah. I'm, I would say – yeah, just like you said, like, I feed off, like, how the game's going. Like, if the game's intense, I'm going to be intense. If it's slowed down, I'm going to be slowed down, you know. Um, I'd say, like, I'm mainly a shooter, but, like, if you, need to me, if you need me to go to the basket, I can go to the basket. And I feel like I'm a good passer, like, when I need to be. And okay. I know when to score when I need to be. And I'm a really good on-ball defender and stuff like that. I noticed on your Twitter you mentioned uh, the All for One Basketball AAU. How how big of influence is that organization for you to help play basketball? And then later, in um, yeah, that was really big. I mean, before that, I was playing on Team Demi. Um, that was a team that my dad and his friend made. Um, so I was playing on that. Like our team was the top in the state. So like we was beating everybody. Like we won the states and all that. And then the team fell apart. So then I went to All for One. And then the transition was that it was hard at first because I wouldn't say Alpha One wasn't that good, but like we were like we were average. Like I was on a I was on a really good team, and then I went to that team. They were average, so and we weren't winning a lot of games like that. So I really had to keep the mentality like, you know, we're not gonna win all these games like we used to. So I just gotta keep going with my team, keep fighting with my team. So they really taught me to really humble myself and really not think all about the wins and really think about bettering yourself as a, as a player on the court and off the court. Cause they always told me like, you never know who's watching in the crowd. 
So you always got to act right during games and stuff like that. So my coach, uh, Coach Mike, the owner of it, he really taught me that. And um, I really appreciate that. Did you play any other sports at St. Mary's besides basketball? Um, my sophomore year, I played tennis. I was forced to play tennis by my uncle. So I had to play tennis. And then I ran cross country. And I played football my senior year. Awesome. So can you talk about the uh, was it props to props to pop summer basketball league? I've heard a lot of like great things oh, about that league. P2P? P2P, yes. Yeah, that was um a summer league. Um it was last summer, it was it was probably the best league around. I mean, every night it was everybody was there from Salem, like everywhere around, everyone was coming, the lights was on. Playing under the lights was like mad lit. Like everyone there was like hyping on the court, hyping you up. It was just like a, it was like Dykeman. Have yeah. You ever seen? Yeah. It was just like that basically, but with just less people, less people obviously. But P2P was, it just brought everybody around. Like people you haven't seen before, like seen in a long time was there. So you got to meet up with old friends, got to meet new friends, be on teams that you've never been on teams before, like be with people you never play with. So uh, just being around that environment, it really it makes it makes people happy and it makes the environment happy. I was trying to get up their play this year, me, my my brother and I. Probably. Yeah, I'm I'm mad that it, it shut down. Yeah, I wish we had a league out here like that. My dad played in like a CYO league back in the day, yeah. uh, Walpole East Walpole Mass. But I got I got friends up in the North Shore area, so I've kind of yeah. heard about it. Okay. But yeah, definitely. I wish I wish it was still going on. That would that been nice. A good summer for that. Yeah, I know. But ho- hopefully next summer they bring it back. Yeah, I mean, it seems, like you said, like the Dyke and like the Rucker, it really has that type of vibe. Yeah, it was, it was lit. Like, everybody was on the court after someone made, like, a big play. All the cameras was out flashing. It was mad lit. Like, That's awesome. Like yeah. So, your senior year, when did you kind of decide, or you're you going to go to Endicott? How was the recruitment process just in general for basketball for you? Um, The recruitment process was – it was kind of hard for me. I mean – I feel like I was overlooked. I feel like I could have been, I could have went like D2 or something like that, but I'm blessed with the people who texted me, who wanted me on the team. So I'll glory to God to that. But um, it was hard picking Endicott over all these schools. I mean, there was a bunch of schools texting me every, every day, just like Endicott. But I feel like Endicott was just, when I, when I went on the campus looking at it, it was just, beautiful campus it was probably the best campus I've seen to be honest and then I know from experience like from people telling me because I know some people from Lynn you know Stephen Bazin I'm not familiar with him no but he's from he's from my hometown he went to Endicott so he was like talking to me about it he told me about it and stuff like that and then I went on my um I went on an overnight and then I got to see what like the team does and stuff like that and then I felt like that was really the right place for me so, yeah, that's why I picked Endicott. Awesome. Did you ever work out a, what's it, repertoire fitness up there in Danvers? No, I've never been there, but I've heard of it. I played at, like, Danvers Indoor Sports, so I've, I've heard of it and stuff like that. That place is, like, four kicks on steroids, to my, in my opinion. Yeah, it's I know. Huge. It's awesome. I know. That shit's it's crazy. Uh, why did you choose a sport management as a major at Endicott? Um, I chose that. Um, I wanted to stay in the sports, like, area because – I'm in love with sports, but I really wanted to get into sales because I heard that makes the most money. So, yeah, I'm not good at sales. I'm horrible at sales. <laughs> not good I'm, at all. I'm pretty good. I'm all right. I'm working on it. So, 
your freshman year at Endicott, you were Commonwealth Coast Conference Player of the Week, Rookie of the Week three times, and then eventually Rookie of the Year. How did that year go for you, in your opinion, at Endicott? Um, to be honest, when I came in, I really didn't know I was going to be starting. Like, I thought I was just going to be a role player. I was good with playing my minutes, you know, getting my minutes in, and then just doing whatever the coach needs me to do. But once I heard that was I was starting, like, I got really nervous because, like, I'm in college now. Like, I'm not a senior. Like, I don't – I'm not coming out there knowing I can go drop, like, 25 or something like that. So, during my first game, it was really just a lot of butterflies and jitters. But once I got the ball in my hands, it was just – it was just like old times. It was just – it was just regular. Once I scored my first basket, it was just like, oh, yeah, now it's really time to ball. Like, I wasn't scared no more and stuff like that. So, then – that confidence after the first game, after I dropped 22, everyone was like, yo, who's, like, this is Jalen's little brother. I didn't know he was playing like this. So, like, that really boosted my confidence, like, made me want to show them haters what I can do. Like, I'm not just like my brother, you know what I mean? That I'm my own player. So, that really boosted my confidence during the season, which made me just want to just kill everybody every game, basically. Because I really had that chip on my shoulder, like, yo, people think I'm like my brother. Like, I got to show them that I'm different. So I really had that, like, in my mind every game. So I just went in with that mentality and just went on with the season. What was it like winning the rookie – was it rookie of the year for the CCC? Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Yeah, um, it was really special to me. I was surprised because um, I thought the kid from UNE was going to get it. He also got it with me. But I thought he was just going to take it because he was averaging more than me and stuff like that. But – I have more rookie of the weeks or something like that. So they like co rookie mm-hmm. of the year. But I agree with it because he had a really good year too. So I'm not mad about that. But yeah. Where do you think you get the biggest fan support? St. Mary's? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At St. Mary's or uh, at Endicott? I would say St. Mary's only because I've been there for four years and like I grew up in Lynn. So. Everybody from Lynn would come to my games and stuff like that. So I feel like St. Mary's, I had the better fan base. But Endicott fan base is it's one of a kind, definitely. They all support me, and, I, and I really, I'm really thankful for that, that they supported me right away. What are your goals for next season? Definitely number one is to go back to the CCC championship and win it this time. Um, two – Definitely to become better of a leader and um, on the court, um, just being that role model for kids coming in or role model for even people above me. You never know. But just being that role model and just um, just being happy when I'm playing, just having a good time always and just making sure everybody around me is having a good time and make sure that we're winning also. I'm definitely going to have to come out and watch a game, either when you play LaSalle or just at Endicott. Yeah, definitely, definitely. How are you doing now to stay fit for the season? Right now, I'm going to – my cousin has, like, this little fitness thing in his garage. So, I've been going I've been going there every morning just getting a little pump in. And then um, my teammates from high school, we've been going to, like, the parks and running, like, fives with, like, mad people. Like, we'll post it on our story, like – come to this court at four o'clock and then mad people will show up. So we'll run like fives for like hours and shit like that. And I've been doing that. And then I've been working out um, at this gym with my dad and my brother. 
just doing a lot of shooting, a lot of ball handling, conditioning, and all that stuff, just trying to stay in fit. Because I know this quarantine got everybody feeling lazy and stuff like that. For sure. Does your uh, jersey number have any significance to you? Or just, or maybe not this one, or past jersey number? Well, uh, my Endicott jersey number? Any number, like for you personally. Um, so when I was going to Endicott, I didn't even know what number I was going to get. But when my coach said I was getting number 10, I was really happy about that because number 10 has been my favorite number since my, like since forever. Um, that's been like the family number, like every my brother wore it, my dad, my dad's brother, like it went on. So when he said um, I was getting number 10, I, it was really special. And I, I felt happy to wear that number again because in high school, I couldn't wear it because eighth grade year, I was on varsity and I had to wear number one because it was the shorter jersey. And I was mad short, so I had to wear number one. So I, And I just stuck with number one through all high school. All right. What's your uh, favorite pregame meal and then just meal in general? Pre-game meal? Um, I don't really eat too much before games, to be honest. I'll probably just have, like, a little snack. Like, yeah, before – yeah. I'll probably just have, like, a little snack. I don't really eat before a game. But after a game, I'll prefer mac and cheese. That's my favorite. All right. Mac and cheese is my favorite. What's your uh, favorite places to eat on the North Shore? Um, Bill and Bob's, we have, um, this place in my town called Pizza Place, has, like, one of the best pizzas, um, Cheesecake Factory, I like Cheesecake Factory, um, what is it, Flip the Bird in Beverly, that place is mad good, I used to go there all the time, um, what else, and La Vic's, that's also in Beverly, those are some. Awesome. What's the uh, what's on the pregame playlist for you? Hmm. Pre- Hold on, let me look up something real quick. Pregame playlist. Hmm. I'm definitely playing some Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I need Lil Baby, Meek Mill. Hmm. What else? Um. Lil Dark. G Herbo. Who else? I'll play some A Boogie. I'll play some Future. Pop Smoke. I'm a, I don't really stick with one artist, like, when I'm listening. I, I go, like, whatever just bumps. I just go with whatever just going to get me hyped for the game, to be honest. Nice. What's your uh, favorite sports memory? Um, Like, in general, my favorite sports memory, memory would be winning a state championship my freshman year. But I would say this year, like for Endicott, I would say playing against my brother in the championship, um, him coaching me playing. It was just it was just crazy that how that even happened because I was like telling him like, yo, imagine like we got to play each other in the championship game and it really happened. And like it was just it was just a special moment. Like even after we lost, he still came up to me, gave me a hug like it's going to be all right. Like, I lost my freshman year. Just history repeats itself. And he was just telling me that stuff. And it was just a really special moment just having him there on my back, even though he wasn't on the same team as me. But it was just that special moment. Just – and being able to go out and not – and, like, play my best. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, show out and just – it was tough that we lost by one. But 
stuff Jeez. happens. Yeah. Did you uh, did you guard him at all or during the game? No, my brother. My brother was a coach. Oh, he, he coached. coached. Okay. Yeah, but he graduated um the year before. Okay. Yeah, so he was a coach, and I was, and he was like telling all the players like it was just crazy because he knows what I do. Yeah. I mean, so he knows every move. So he was like telling everybody how to guard me and stuff like that. So it was tough, but it was also fun. And yeah, it was also fun. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Any uh, pregame superstitions? Um, I don't wear my jersey like before. Like, you know how you have like mad time before a game you shoot around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't wear my jersey. I always hang it up in the locker and just shoot with a tank top on or something. Yeah. What does uh, CMG stand for? <laughs> um, what is it? Um, oh, Chase Money Gang. It's just mad funny. It's just a, it's just um, what is it? six or five of us? It's just five of us. Five of us. We all met up last summer, and then we all came boys. And the mad close and stuff like that. And we just started calling each other CMG. It was just mad funny, but it's nothing serious. <laughs> what has has basketball has basketball provided you any great life lessons? Yeah, definitely. Um, just being like, just like coaches tell me, like you never know who's watching. Mm-hmm. That was just that was the biggest life lesson, because I remember I was acting up one time, and then a coach was there to see me. And then he left. And that was like, that like, that clicked on me. Like, yo, I can't be acting up in games no more. Like, that's really embarrassing to me and my family, you know. And the coach, too. Like, the coach took time out of his day to come see me play. And I'm acting up. So, that was the biggest life lesson I've ever learned was to always act right on the court, even if you're off the court, too. Mm-hmm. Always act right at all times, even when not watched, because you never know. Do you want to plug your Instagram before we end this? Yep. My Instagram is JalenH10. Follow me. I'll follow back. No awesome. Jalen, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. If you ever need me again, yes, sir. Will do. Have a good one, man. You too, bro.